Hey, are you looking to upgrade your key life areas and evolve to a higher level of existence? To practically harness personal growth and spirituality in a crazy, busy, imperfect world? Then you've come to the right place. My name is Prash and this is Urban Spirituality, the show which uniquely fuses ancient wisdom with contemporary self-growth and spiritual disciplines to deliver value-adding tools, traits, and insights to help you unleash your fullest potential. We always keep it real, featuring authentic, unfiltered dialogue with guests from diverse backgrounds to inspire, entertain, and enlighten all who listen. So get ready for your dose of urban spirituality. Be present and let's dive in. It's one thing about loving the person that you have, finding the person that you want to love, but it's a different thing falling in love with yourself, being able to love yourself. Because when we love ourselves, we're able to be, you've heard this plenty of times, when we love ourselves, we're able to be better for loving other people. People will love us more. When we love ourselves, we can give more, we can be more. We can enrich the relationships around us, whether it's with our romantic partner, our children, our parents. And so it comes back to self-love. I want to touch, touch on the subject of self-love today. I want to use my own example in doing it. You know, one of the things that got me into coaching and training individuals and teams and doing this journey of coaching with people has been because in my own life, I've lacked a whole bunch of love in my own way. And when I look back at why I've had this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna share some tips in a bit on love, by the way, yeah? This is a quick, short life. One of the things that I found in my life was that I missed the love of my mother. I missed parental love. See, my mom passed away when I was young and my brother and I, we lost that motherly love, that, that nurturing love. And I didn't have any sisters, so we only had male energy in the house, my brother and my, my dad. My dad didn't really express his love in the way that perhaps I needed it. And what that resulted in is that absence of love, and I, you know, unbeknown to me as a, as a child, has had its effect over decades in the choices I made in life partners or lovers, in the people I dated, in the way I carried myself in front of other people, in the way I worked in other relationships with siblings, with family members. A lot of things get affected when we lose somebody who we were expecting love to come from, like a mother or a father. In my case, it was my mom. And losing my mom really left that gap. And I think I found myself getting into relationships, hungry to find love in somebody else, and not realizing that actually the love I sought, I needed to feed myself. And not just look out there for love, but I needed to feed it and find it. Find it and feed it within myself. And I didn't do that. And so I go back to this place where we all have to learn to find that love within ourselves. You know, and if you've lost somebody that you love, maybe it's a parent, maybe it's a lover, maybe you've broken up with somebody who you sorely miss and so you sorely regret. Invariably, life is teaching us to learn to top up our own self-love. Because when we top up our own self-love, we're able to give love back and we're able to feel more enriched in our relationships. So, how can this translate into your life? What can you do about it? And I want to share some lessons that I've learned in my own journey in learning to repair 
uh, repair that lack of love that I lost from my mom and where I was looking elsewhere externally, I had to learn to go back inside. And I was blessed because I did the coaching on myself. I hired coaches to help me when I was younger. I had mentors who were very kind. One of them's passed away last year, Shruti Dharma, some of you may know him. Great, great spiritual leader. Another of my mentors, Jeffrey Armstrong in Canada. Um, they've been a blessing in showing me. My elders have been a blessing in showing me. And so the lessons that I now have learned myself and that I now share with my coaching clients, and I have done for all these years, is what I want to share a little bit of an insight with you today. And so I'm going to take the acronym LOVE, L-O-V-E, and I'm going to use that to share some tips on self-love. So L, L stands for lessons. Learning the lesson. When we have a relationship breakup and it's bitter, we probably all experience it in some way. It's one thing feeling the pain of that loss or the anger, right? There's going to be an, an emotion associated with it. But it's another thing if we forget to learn the lesson. And that is to say it's okay to feel the emotion that you may have. You may feel anger, resentment, outrage, shock, whatever that emotion is, then that negative emotion that you may have. Or maybe even if it's a positive emotion that you've had and you've had a great relationship and now you've lost that person because they've moved on like my mom. There's always a lesson to learn. That L is for lessons. What lessons can you learn from that relationship that will serve you to become a better version of yourself and to be a better person to be in a relationship with for the people around you? So learning the lessons and really becoming mindful of what those lessons are. So that's one, L for lessons. The second L is actually another version of L is L for letting go. So it's one thing being attached to the person, but there's an art, there is an art to letting go. And those of you who are into spirituality, or if you've checked out the podcast, our podcast, Urban Spirituality, you know we talk about this. This is a theme that comes up. Renunciation, detachment, learning to let go of what you had allows you to learn the lessons inside to then open yourself up for something new. And it doesn't matter if you're 40 or 50 or 20 or 80, Learning to let go is a healthy part of our human existence so that we can learn to embrace stuff that we need. So those are the L's. Moving on to O. O is for opportunity. Looking for opportunities to find situations where you can serve, where you can give love, where you can be given love. You know, sometimes, have you had that situation where you know a family member who wants to do, 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 give, give, give to other people, but they, they find it real hard to accept back? Do you know that feeling? And you know, you sometimes feel like, why do you not let me give back to you? So one of those O's is finding opportunities to receive love and to give love and to give with your heart. So O is for opportunities, looking for opportunities to be that. And the trick in this one, is to look for opportunities in terms of people where you may not normally have thought about giving love or receiving love. Now, for me, one example is pets. You know, recently we've adopted two little baby kittens and um, these stray kittens have become, uh, feral kittens have now become uh, loved members of our family. And so we found an opportunity to find love in a place where we never imagined it to be from these two beautiful kittens. And now they're part of the family. We're giving love and then we're receiving love from them. We never thought we'd receive love from this, these two wild cats. 
baby cats who've now become domesticated and you know they listen to spiritual music they get crystals they get reiki uh from my good lady so you know finding ways to give and receive love oh opportunities find those opportunities oh is also for openness being open to what comes who comes what comes into our life and being open to know that love may come from different places and opportunities that we may not have thought of it's also about learning to unclose our heart after we've had a difficult time or a relationship where we've had bitter experiences. Learning to open up that side of us again is such an important part. And there's a way to do that, but it starts with becoming aware of the need to become open. And then there are processes around self-care to do that. So O is for open and opportunity. V, V is for value. For me, V is for value. Value meaning lead with value what value can you bring to a relationship and what value can you find inside yourself to nurture it's twofold right when we talk about self-care we talk about which values do we embrace that we cherish that we want to magnify when we magnify those values when we focus on those values then what happens is you know you know what it's like when we have our values challenged, we get upset. Somebody's triggered us, right? You know, in coaching, we talk about people triggering you, right? They, they unknowingly annoy the hell out of you because your values are being pressed and annoyed, right? And you're being challenged on certain values. In the other things, we don't know our values well enough. So what happens is we go find the wrong partner or the wrong relationship or the wrong business because they're, they're not consistent and congruent with our values. So getting comfortable with identifying our values, embracing those values, and then showcasing the values, living our values. That's not an easy thing. I'm not saying I've conquered it, right? I think we all have to do this. I mean, anybody who says that they've done this down is great, you know, they're a rarity. But the majority of us human beings have to work on our values and we have to reinforce them. Then our values may change from time to time and as we grow older, right? The things that excited us in our 20s to go party and find an amazing person to date, don't apply when in your 40s or 50s. Well, they kind of shouldn't, right? Anyhow, of course they can. But the point is that we've got to get comfortable with our values. So I, I recommend a technique called the value audit. And those of you who've coached with me or who know my coaching style, you know that we do these pragmatic little bite-sized homework things that we take away. One of them is a value audit. And you do a value audit over a period of few weeks and you get to know about and you uncover what those values are. You then sift aside the nice-to-haves and then have the must-haves your non-negotiables, and they become those values that you govern your life and how you show up. So that's about valuing your values. And then the other part of that V is giving value, serving with value, giving value to a relationship, whether it's a romantic relationship, go with value, give something of yourself and add value to that relationship. A lot of people go into relationships asking for stuff, but here we want to talk about giving value. When you give value, you get so much back. And we all know this. But we still go into that place hungry sometimes, right? Have you been in a relationship where you go in thinking, I need this person, he or she is amazing, and I can't do without them. But you're kind of pulling and pulling and uh, taking, but you're not kind of really giving your value. You know what I mean? So have a fair exchange. Give value to that relationship, whether it's romantic or otherwise. So that's V. Then we come to E. L-O-V and then E. E stands for emotional intelligence and what i mean by emotional intelligence one of my passion areas it's one of the key areas i train and i coach in uh, it's one of the things that i do with clients and teams 
coming from a corporate background where people were low in emotional intelligence but high IQ to a situation where now emotional intelligence is the defining, the distinguishing criteria in not only the workplace but in relationships. People want to be with people who are emotionally intelligent. Emotional intelligence is about self-awareness, being aware of ourselves. It's about self-control, behavioral control, learning to control our behavior, learning to be able to control our emotions so we can respond rather than react. It's learning to tap into our personal power and learn to see what our superpowers are that we can show up in the world with. It's about personal integrity. Then it's also about our our ability to be resilient and have difficult conversations with people. All these are aspects of the area known as emotional intelligence. Learning to become high EQ, learning to control our emotions and express ourselves, activate our listening powers so we are listening more empathically, sympathetically, actively. These are all great qualities that help us to become better lovers, better friends, better daughters, better sons, better parents better friends. All of these are amplified when we raise our emotional intelligence. Hey folks, thanks so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And as with all our episodes, found something to inform, inspire and empower you in your personal and spiritual journeys in life. As always, feel free to leave a little love for your ratings and comments, subscribe and share it with those you care about. And take your personal and spiritual evolution to the next level by joining us on one of our unique events, workshops, or retreats, or taking advantage of our personal and professional coaching packages. Find out more about us at mantratherapy.co.uk. I'm your host, Prash K. This is Urban Spirituality, and we will catch you on the next episode.